Hi friends, welcome back to episode 2 of Soli Deo Gloria. Um, If you haven't heard episode 1, I really encourage you just to go back and listen to it. It's just about my testimony and how I came to know the Lord. Um, Also, I really love this like little guitar background music (laughs) because it helps like the awkward pauses and stuff to be filled. Um, And I think just hearing someone's voice and then silence can also get boring. So there's that. (laughs) Um, Anyways, I really just wanted to talk about the word rest and how it has impacted my life just in a short month. Um, So over New Year's Eve, I had COVID and I was in quarantine and I was just really struggling with the fact that like I was home and my friends were out and I'm a big people pleaser. I'm also an extrovert, so I love being around people. And being at home just was like really not sitting right with me. And I just felt super anxious. And I remember talking to God about it um, and just being like, God, like, I don't know why. Like, why am I sick now? Like, why couldn't I have been sick later? And it's really stupid stuff, just being prideful. Um, and I remember the Lord just speaking over me so clearly. He was like, Gracie, like, just rest. And I'm really bad about rest. A lot of my friends have to keep me accountable and just remind me to take a break. And I've been a lot better about it this month um, because I've given it to the Lord, which I should have been doing from the beginning. But anyways, I just remember him speaking that word over me. And the first thing that came to my head was John 15, 1 through 5. And I don't know why this came to my head. And it was literally something from the Holy Spirit because I never would have thought of it on my own. But I'm just going to read it. And if you guys want to pull out your Bibles, that's great. If you're listening to this while driving, please don't pull out your Bible. (laughs) But I'm just going to read it to you guys. So starting at verse 1, it says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. Every branch in me that does not produce fruit, he removes, and he prunes every branch that produces fruit so that it will produce more fruit. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me and I in you. Just as a branch is unable to produce fruit by itself unless it remains on the vine, neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him produces much fruit because you can do nothing without me. And I just remember that like coming into my head and just thinking about that. Like I can rest because it's not about me. And I can rest because apart from him, like I am nothing. But when I'm in him, I have everything. And I really like the part, I always come back to this, about how it says he prunes every branch that produces fruit so that it will produce more. And it made me think back to last year in 2021 when my word of the year was breakthrough. And the Lord spoke that over me. I didn't really understand why, but now looking back at it, I can confidently say that that was the word the Lord chose for me because he broke through me and through my pride and through my flesh and my desires and my dreams, my goals, literally everything. Um, There were so many times just in intimacy with Christ that he broke me down and molded me into who he wanted me to be. And, um, I mean, I'm still working on that and still learning that, but that was just so evident in my life multiple times. And I really like how it says, you know, he prunes every branch that produces fruit. And then immediately he says, you are already clean because of the word I've spoken to you. Remain in me and I in you. And then it goes into talking about how we can't produce fruit on our own. And I think that's so good that like, even whenever you think you are producing fruit and you're in this good season, like God still prunes you. Like you will never know 
the full capacity of God's glory and what he has for you. Like he's going to continue to prune you so that you can grow and produce more fruit. Like you're never, that's the cool thing about like the kingdom of God is that you're never going to be fully satisfied. Like you will always be hungering after him, but you will feel satisfied when you hunger for him. Um, and it's just so cool that like, I'm never, ever, ever, no matter how much I think I can, going to have it all together. Like, I'm never going to be perfect. And that's the point. That's the whole point of walking with Jesus is to not be perfect. And we can rest in that, in the fact that we don't have to do anything but abide in Him. And that was another word I wanted to get into, was just abide. Like, the word abide means to remain and reside. It's consistent. It's unchanging. It means that you don't leave that presence. You're abiding. You're there. You're consistently there your presence there is unchanging because you're abiding. And I think that's so just like so great because that means like the Lord never leaves us. Like he's faithful to us. When we abide in him, he abides in us and it's remaining and it's faithful. And that means we're going to be constantly growing and being pruned, but also producing fruit and like going through these seasons and stuff. And so we can rest knowing that like, when we abide in Christ, we have all we need, and there's nothing we can do about that, and there's nothing we can change about what He has planned for us. Like, we can't outsin the plan God has for us. We can't outpower the plan God has for us. You can run as far as you can, and that's like my testimony, and um, just always running from God, and even making a college decision trying to run from Him. Like, you can run as far as you can, but you're always going to end up right in the, like, the plan of God if you're consistently abiding in Him. Um, and I just think that's so cool that He's so faithful to that and so faithful to His Word. But then um, it was kind of cool because John 15, 6 through 11 is what was preached about like the second weekend of January at BCM Reignite Retreat. And I'm going to read those verses really quickly. It says, If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown aside like a branch, and he withers. They gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you want, and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you produce much fruit and prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, I also have loved you. Remain in my love. If you keep my Father's commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in His love. I have told you these things so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. And I really just like how it goes from the vine and the branches into Christ-like love. Like that's hard to hear that we can never strive to earn God's love, never strive to earn God's presence because human nature, we feel like we are always having to amount up to something. But like with the father, you just have to sit like a quote that I've been writing a lot in my quiet time is nothing in my hands. I bring only to the cross. I cling. And that's so true. Like what your relationship with God isn't about what you can bring. It's about what you're clinging to. Is it his presence or is it the world? Is it how well you can be known or already knowing and being established in how fully known and loved you are by the father. And I think that is something that like really speaks to me in this part. Um, because at the reignite retreat, he used that passage to talk about cultivating character and how it's not about us that cultivates character. It's about God working in us to cultivate character that reflects his glory. And I just thought that was really good. And so some of the elements he used was, you know, to cultivate character, abide in Christ, 
And when we abide in him, that means that we have to continue in Christ. It's mutual abiding. We abide in him, he abides in us. And then it's also to continue in the word, like get in the words until the words get in you. And that's something that I've had to learn is like, it's hard whenever you have 9 a.m.s and you're trying to read your Bible before class. And for me, like I commute to campus. And so sometimes that means I have to get up at 7 a.m. or 6.30. And just, I know that for some of you may wake up at 5 a.m. and work out or whatever. You may wake up earlier than that. But, you know, for me, like that's hard to give up my sleep because I get cranky and tired easily. Um, And so it's just, Sometimes you just have to get up and get in the word until the word gets in you. It's like when you pray and your mind wanders. Like sometimes you just have to start praying until you start praying, if that makes any sense. Um, And then continue in prayer was the next thing. And I know it says here, like, whatever you ask, it will be done for you. And sometimes that can be tricky because you think like, oh, I'm going to ask for whatever. But just... God answers our prayers when the desires of our hearts line up with his desires of his heart, you know? And it's selfish to pray for selfish wants and needs. But when you pray biblical prayers, they're answered prayers. And I just really liked how this speaker said, sink deep into the word and let it pour out your prayer. So when you're like, really involved in the word like it's just going to pour out of you the things you love you talk about if you love the word and you grow in love of the word it's going to pour out of you not only into other people's lives but in your prayer life as well um and then he said continue in community continue in the mission and this was really cool this whole passage starts with bearing fruit then you're going to bear more fruit than much fruit and it's lasting fruit because it's from the father and the father is eternal and i think that's so cool like if you want to cultivate character like in the world that's great good luck trying to figure that out because the world is so changing but if you want to cultivate character in christ just abide just rest in him like stop trying to figure it out on your own rest in the fact that he has fruit for you to bear just remain in him and um that's going to be lasting it's not something that's going to go away it's going to be lasting and then the last part was continue in obedience and so the obedience part was verses 10 through 11 talking about keeping God's commands. And I read this book with my mentor. Her name's Emily Winkle. Some of you may know her, some of you may not. Um, But we've been meeting for a while now. And we read this book um, talking about 10 words to live by. And it was talking about the 10 commandments. And honestly, I was kind of nervous. And I told her this, like, I was nervous because sometimes reading the 10 commandments is really hard for me because I just see it as like a rule book. But getting into that book just made me realize like these are 10 things to live by like God literally gave us like commands from him to follow not because he wants us as like robots but because he loves us so much that he wants to keep us from harm and he wants to keep us from the world and like all the darkness that comes with it like with us that's like me seeing somebody running towards the edge of a cliff but their head is turned because they're trying to like catch a football thrown at them. Like, am I just going to sit there and watch them run off a cliff for a football? No, like I'm going to yell at them. I'm be like, Hey, like stop, you know? And it's not, it can feel like something that is condemning, but you have to, sometimes you just have to read the word as if it's a love letter from your father, like your physical father. And that has really helped my relationship with Jesus just because like it's easy to get in the word and hear the verses like if you keep my commands you remain in my love like whoa that's kind of harsh but 
It's not though, because his love is protecting. It's all encompassing. It's not something that is condemning. Like there's no fear in perfect love. That's from first John, like no fear. It's protecting. It's light, not darkness. It's peace, not chaos. It's joy, not depression. Like why would you not want that? And sometimes we just have to flip our mindset of how we view the word and just obey and just submit um, because that's how we find joy is by following what he has to say for us to do because that's what Jesus did as well. And that's kind of like my next point to get into. Like we do these things that the fathers told us because Jesus did them. And if we want to look like Jesus, we have to do what Jesus did. And what did he do? Clearly it says here, he kept the father's commands and remained in his love. Um, and I think sometimes we just overcomplicate the gospel and the Bible and everything. And so I hope that this is just like making sense, like just rest, like just rest in what he's told you and just do it because it's for your good. He's not a God that's going to lead you into harm's way. He's a God that wants the best for you. He's a God that doesn't separate his love from you no matter what. That's in Romans 8. Like, he doesn't leave you alone. He's continuously pursuing you. And you just need to turn around and just accept that. And stop viewing it as, like, some condemning heart and some, like, rule-following thing. Like, it's for your good. And just something else that I have also just really learned from... Um, that message was just at the very end of the reignite message. He was like, my parents are really good about demonstrating Matthew 633, which says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. And that's literally a verse that I'm looking at right now on my wall, (laughs) like on my letter board. And that's something that I've just always come back to. That whole passage is about the cure for anxiety. And at the very end, God's just like, to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything will be added to you. You don't need to worry because I've got it. Just seek me, just come after me. And I think that's just, like I said, it's so simple. It's so simple. Just seek after him, just follow him, just obey him. And it's not for your harm. Like it's for your good. And so lastly, um, at paradigm, we kind of, this was kind of recent. Um, we talked about Psalm 131 and I'm just going to read it really quick. It's super short. It's three verses. It says, Lord, my heart is not proud. My eyes are not haughty. I do not get involved with things too great or too wondrous for me. Instead, I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with its mother. My soul is like a weaned child. Israel, put your hope in the Lord both now and forever. And so I think this is really cool, especially reading that and then coming home to like my study Bible that I'm reading like from right now um, because I just see like these notes that I wrote from a long time ago versus like what I have written down now and so this whole message is just talking about he um the speaker was just talking about how like babies go from like breast milk and then the mother has to like wean them off of that and introduce them to like solid foods and stuff and you know to help them grow um they have to have a different substance um but it's just talking about here, like, it's talking about, I do not get involved in things too great or too wondrous for me. Instead, I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with his mother. It's talking about drawing away from the world and just what I like to say, like, quote unquote, getting low, like 
quieting your life and just finding those early mornings to get up, even though they can be a pain, or finding those late nights to, instead of going out with your friends, to just stay at home and just get in the word, like you're not missing out. You're not missing out because you missed one hangout with your friends, I promise you. And like, it's just, it's just so um, fulfilling whenever you do take that time away from the world because you have, you like, it makes you realize you are in the arms of the greatest caretaker ever. Like you cannot take care of yourself. He takes care of you and he takes care of you to the fullest. And this is just talking about how if you want peace in your life and you want rest and you want the loud voices to be quieted, you have to have intimacy with the father. You have to. And at the very end, like when we have that time with the father and we get in his word and we rest in what he says and we just take some time away from this world and just quiet our lives by resting in him, we gain hope. We gain hope both now and forever is what it says here in verse three. Like right now, knowing that there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do. I can rest in the arms of my father because he has done everything for me to give me a way in this world by giving me a plan that he's going to reveal and forever when I die and having eternal life. Like that's just amazing. And I think it's so cool that he also said the proud person looks, compares, competes, schemes to outdo and outperform, but God doesn't deal with lives that are preoccupied with greatness. So where's your mind at? How do you know when you have reached success and what defines greatness to you? What am I chasing and looking for? What is it going to take to quiet your soul? And that just reminded me kind of a lot of my life last year and how I realized and learned this lesson. And I've told a lot of people about this, like, God is a jealous God. Like, yes, we can talk about his greatness and how we can rest in him and we bear fruit and we gain rest and we seek first his kingdom and he reveals, you know, everything to us. We have all we need. All we need to do is obey his commands and we remain in his love. Like, that's great, but he's also a jealous God and he's going to remove idols from our lives and it may be painful for us, but that's the breakthrough I'm talking about is from last summer when I was telling you that he broke through me and I can say now, like, I'm so grateful for it, but in the moment, it was painful. It was painful having to let go of the world and let go of my idols and let go of the things that I didn't even know I desired more than God. And he removed those things so that I could solely depend on him and truly find rest in that. And just asking yourself these questions, like, what defines greatness to you? How do you know what greatness is? And if it's a definition of this world, guess what? It's going to change or someone's always going to be better than you. You're always going to be competing. You're always going to be looking. Just rest in him and what his word says and get quiet, quiet your life. And um, at the very end, he just, you know, saying like, what is it going to take to quiet your soul? What's it going to take? How many walls is he going to have to break through to get to you? And then he ended with Matthew 11, 28 through 30. And I have heard this verse so many times, um, just as someone who grew up in private school and in church, I've heard this so many times. You guys have maybe heard this so many times, but I am going to take time to read it. It says, come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened. I will give you rest. Take my yoke and learn from me because I am lowly and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light not only is he just a god of comfort and of rest but he's also light and that's something else i want to get into is like yeah i've said all these things like 
remain in his commandments to remain in his love and obey him because he knows what's best for you and bear fruit because you're spending time with him and that for some of you may sound like a lot and you're probably thinking right now oh after this podcast i'm gonna go spend great quality time with jesus i'm gonna stop doing this sin i'm gonna do this this and that no you're already in the wrong mindset you're in the mindset of striving god isn't asking you to come clean yourself up and then come before him he's saying come to me all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. He is not saying, come to me when you're ready. Come to me whenever you've cleaned up. He just says, come to me all. There's no, you need to do this, you need to do that. There's no striving with the Lord. There is no striving because he's already died on the cross for all those things you're trying to make up for. Like he already died for those things. So you need to recognize the cross, recognize the weight of the cross, and repent of those things, of course, and confess those things, of course, turn away and run to the Lord. But don't think you have to clean yourself up because you cannot physically do it. You need to rest and you need to sit before the Lord and let Him do the cleaning, which, by the way, He's already done. And by the way, you don't need to worship for victory because you're already in a place of victory when you're in Christ. Um, And I don't know, that's just something that's been really big on my heart and I know this was a lot longer than the last one um but just always remember that you can go to the Lord at any time and you will find rest but it does require sacrifice it requires sacrifice of our flesh and our nature to strive our nature to bear our own fruit to cultivate our own character to run after the world and see okay what does greatness look like here? I'm going to look for it. I'm going to compete for it. You have to lay all of those natural habits down and you have to let him break through your heart, break through your mind, break through your spirit, break through your plans, your dreams, your desires, and give it to him and take on his desires. And his desire is just to know and to love and have quality time with you, daughter or son of the most high. That's all he wants. He wants you. He wants your heart. He wants your mess ups. He says, Take my yoke and learn from me because I'm lily and humble and you will find rest for your souls. He's saying, take me, just take me. I'm giving myself to you. Just take me. And that's all he wants from us. Um, I hope this really just resonated with you guys as it's resonated with me. And I also just want to like give God glory for his pursuit in this word of rest because it was spoken over to me on New Year's Eve. And honestly, I doubt it. I was just like, I don't think that's the Lord's voice. I think it was just like, inner Gracie talking to myself (laughs) and then after that just week after week and after talking to people over coffee and meeting with my mentor and disciples and going to church and BCM and just this word following me realizing that walking with Jesus is walking in rest like there's no striving there's no striving so I hope that you guys continue on with this and don't just leave this here but take what the lord has spoken to you through me because it these are all the lord's words not mine at all um and run with it and seek after him seek after his face not in a place of striving but in a place of delight to know who the prince of peace is and a desire to stay hungry for his word and be satisfied in him 
And yeah, if you guys need to talk or chat, my social media on Instagram is Gracie underscore Woody. I actually don't have the app, um, so it may take me a couple of days or a long time really just to respond because I don't check it much anymore. But if you do need someone to reach out to, please do. I always want to chat about the Lord and what he's doing in your life. Or if you want to give your life to Christ and this is all brand new to you and you're like, yes, like I need rest and I have been looking and looking. Well, you found it. You found eternal rest actually in the Lord. Um, and I just want to extend that hope to you and have those conversations. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed and be on the lookout for the next episode. Thank you so much for listening and supporting too. And yeah, I love you guys.